0: Four, oh. three, two.
1: All right, let's start talking uh, about what is happening in Minneapolis. Right, let's start there. We have a couple stories, but I really want to get into what um, you know has been happening there because it has you know erupted into chaos again. So if you guys don't know, uh, we have an article here from Fox News saying looting in Minneapolis, National Guard activated after police shooting of uh, Duante Wright. So uh, Minneapolis, if you guys, if for some of you guys, is ringing a bell, it's because uh, it's the same location where uh, the death of George Floyd occurred. Okay, and actually, um, ironically, this happened just a few miles, from my understanding, from, again, where George Floyd was killed. Um, And we have, you know, the the trial that is actually actively um, going on there as well. So a little bit of the article here, it says that at least 500 Minnesota National Guard personnel have been activated across the Twin Cities on Monday in support of Operation Safety Net during the trial of Derek Chauvin, a number uh, that is expected to increase following Sunday's fatal shooting, police shooting in Brooklyn Center. The murder trial for Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer charged in George Floyd's death, continues for the third week Monday, In Operation Safety, Safety Net was already scheduled to increase into Phase 3 ahead of the closing arguments and the jury deliberation. But that plan was expedited in order to quail what or devo- devolved sorry, into a violent demonstration over the fatal officer-involved shooting of 20-year-old Duante Wright earlier Sunday in the city of Brooklyn Center, located in uh, Hennepin County on the border of Minneapolis. Okay, so we have a couple videos that I want to share with you guys. All right. Now that you guys have a a very basic uh, understanding of, of what is happening there, we do have some video that I'm going to share right now of um, very early on what what happened a confrontation that happened between uh, the police and then uh, civilians. So let's let's watch that now. <laughs> Hey, y'all. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, y'all. Police are shooting. Hey, hey, them, I just, talked to them just them them in the in the okay. air, it looks I like. I just talked to Dante's mama. She wants y'all to chill out so we can get justice for Dante. Let's get justice for Dante. Person injured, Let's just get getting... justice for Dante. Oh, chill out, boy. y'all. They want They want to. They want to start some shit with us so Dante don't get no justice. All right. It sounds like I mispronounced the name as Dante. I don't want to. I'm sorry. Okay. So let me, let me just show a little bit of that video one more time and what I caught. Okay. You obviously have someone on loudspeaker, right? That is saying we need to chill out because they, meaning the police want to start some shit, right? According to what he's saying. Um, I, I don't see it that way. I'm sorry, but I don't, here's what I did see in case some of you guys missed it. The police that they shoot somebody. Yes after this fine gentleman here had a brick. You see that right there? Now, you're a police officer on the other side. I mean, you don't know if that thing's going to go on the car or that thing's going to be flung at you. Is it a gun? No, of course it's not a gun. And he didn't get shot with a gun. He got shot with a rubber bullet. As you can see, the other police officer right there in the front where I'm pointing with the mouse... Right. For those of you guys hearing on the podcast, essentially we have um, I don't know if you want to call this a blockade. I'm not sure what the what the actual uh, formal uh, verbiage is here, but essentially some police officers and they use their vehicles to protect themselves. And then you have a man that has I don't know what that is. That's like a big, gigantic. Uh, what is that, Josh? Like a rock? What What the hell is that? I
0: don't know. It's like some kind. I don't know. Some kind of broken piece of street or something. Right.
1: Really. It's pretty big, by the way. Again, I'm trying to be as descriptive as I can for those of you guys listening on the podcast. But it's pretty big. I mean, I'm going to say it's at least four four inches thick. Right. And he's getting ready to basically flung it over to the police officers, and the police officers do what I think almost anyone else would do. Some people would just back away. Yes. But then what happens when you show that you're just going to back away? People keep moving forward. And police officers understand that they're not like you and I. You and I, you say, well, you move out of the way. That's civilian talk. You and I are supposed to just move out of the way, maybe even run away. Police officers, the moment they show that, uh, call it weakness, if you may, people will engage forward. People will go, as you can tell in the vehicle already, and I have another piece of of video footage here that I'm going to pull up. They were already dancing on their vehicles, and the police officers were just standing there. They had to just stand there. They couldn't do anything about it. So their police officer vehicles are being wrecked. They can't do anything about it. But anyways, at that point, they don't let him throw it because they shoot him with the rubber bullets. As you can see there, and then the guy ends up on the floor, right? Um, So that's what happened there on uh, on this one here. And I'm going to mute it because we already heard the guy yelling into our ears. So the guys on the floor, they probably got him on the ear or whatnot. No, there's no blood. There's nothing like that. They just, you know, it's a rubber bullet. And then the police officers were able to move forward and push the crowd back. Uh, so, you know, this is this is a little bit, just a little bit of what is going on there. Um, this is what I found to happen before that one clip we initially, initially sh- uh, showed. Mm-hmm. Right. And here... Uh we have as you can see there they're like it's almost like they're on a jumper, isn't that cute? It's almost like grown individuals are jumping on top of a vehicle, and you know, and again, this is right before we saw the the fine gentleman there get uh get shot mm-hmm. with the uh, the rubber bullets, but as you can see, they're grown individuals I don't think these are these are i mean they're behaving like children, but I'm saying these are not actual literal children, like you know nine year olds or something no these are actual grown individuals, probably. Uh, late teenagers to maybe early twenties, just jumping on top of police vehicles. Look at that jumping, hitting them. The police officers, what do they, what do they get to do? The police is so afraid to be marked as racist, basically killers, whatever that they have no choice, but to which essentially just let them be, let them destroy, uh, what taxpayers like myself pay for. Just let them, let them be like, screw it. Let them destroy it, uh, whatever. Because otherwise, if we actually do our jobs as police officers, that's not, by the way, that's not crowd control like a police officer should do. It's not. Letting letting people mm-hmm. just jump on police uh, vehicles right before they have all the facts because you think every single person in that crowd has all the facts of what happened? No. All they heard is the common CNN headlines, uh, another black man shot dead by a police officer. People go with those headlines and boom, go out there and start jumping on police vehicles and police officers are like, dude, stand back. Just let them, let them be like, don't do anything because I don't want us to be marked as, I don't want us to lose our jobs. I don't want us to be marked as racist. And again, this happened in a community. You can see that there's plenty of houses there around, as you can see there in the video, right? And you have to allow it. You have to allow it. You have to allow children, criminals that are basically children, just uh, just, you know, let them throw the tantrum, let them be. And then what? Hmm. And then what? I asked people right now, an update from CNN. Uh, essentially, they covered the same article in their own way. But there was a, an update here that I want to that I want to reference. And that is that at 116 uh, Eastern Time uh, p.m., I should say, Eastern Time, they updated that the uh, the 20 year old man was fatally shot. As we know, during a traffic stop after Minnesota police officers shouted taser but fired a handgun instead of a non-lethal gun stunt, Mm -hmm. Brooklyn Center Police Chief Tim Ganon said. So now there's more coming out, right? Now, initially, to just one more time revise the situation, a man was pulled over around 2 p.m. local time there on Sunday. And they, he, he was ordered to step out of the vehicle. The man, by the way, was on the phone with his mother, and the mother claims to have heard most of what happened. I uh, believe the girlfriend was in the car as well. And they, they ordered him to get out of the vehicle. They already had identified him at that point as a man that had a warrant. He had an outstanding warrant, and we have uh, some, of, some of that to show you guys as well. So when he got out of the vehicle, there was apparently some type of scuffle. He tried to run back into the vehicle, and that's when police officers allegedly shot him. Now, according to this update, they shot him. Uh, they were they were intending to shoot him with a taser, but unfortunately, shot him with an actual an actual gun, right? And or a bullet, I should say, an actual you know lethal lethal bullet there. And you know he still drove off somehow, and then crashed. I'm assuming maybe he was bleeding out or something. All right, so there is there is footage of what is more that is happening there in Minnesota, but before we go to that, here here's some something that I I want to point out that some of you guys that are immediately blindly going to be against the, either the police or and um, blindly for uh, whether you're talking about BLM or the victim here. this is, these are the key moments that I tell people to use some critical thinking. All right. I already made my mind up. I, my mind can be changed depending on what other information comes out. But my mindset already is not that this individual was a victim of police brutality based on what I have in front of me and what I have found right now, which I'm going to show you guys and share with you guys. So you guys can also make your mind up And at the end of this video, or even right now, if you already made your mind up, you know what you, you, you are free to do so. Right. But I'm just presenting the arguments, the conversation. So everybody can make a clear conscience decision and not based on what CNN or Fox news tells you. All right. So let's go, let's go to, first of all, some of the pictures right here on the bottom. Or here, and I'm sorry, in the, in the middle of the screen here, you can see the picture that everybody's sharing, which is fine, right? It's fine. I mean, it's it's the 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 most I, I'm not gonna say generic, but you know, um, straightforward picture that anybody can share of anyone, right? Of uh of Dante. However, people already have started to you know uh, break apart his social media and really who he was, right? Was it just a innocent, you know? bystander or an innocent man? Not necessarily. So the first thing we have on here is uh, a little bit of uh, some court information of this individual, right? And we have here some recent charges that included a carry and possession of a pistol without a permit, fleeing uh, a police officer, and then there, at the bottom, you can see uh, that in four two two twenty one, which is uh, this month, on the second, uh, he failed to appear, which is why the warrant was issued. All right. So what else do we have? Well, we have in addition, uh, we have you know pictures. The social media is filled with pictures like this. All right. I didn't go through the entire social media, but it is. To the rim with 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 stuff, you know, apparently, you know, flashing guns and and money and gang signs. Right. But again, we already have an eruption of chaos that includes uh, things, you know, videos, videos like these. Now we have here a uh, shout out to uh, a uh, independent photojournalist, Rebecca um, Brannon, who was out there apparently uh, filming the the riots and the looting that is happening there locally. On, on, you know, for the sake or you know of a uh, police being brought to justice because of the injustice they, they, they the injustice they did to, to Dante. <laughs> right? so We have a video like this uh, at Footlocker, yeah. 18t store completely looted, so, uh, broken into, and people are in there and getting in, even though she's filming. Right? They don't, they don't care. They're breaking in, running in there, taking whatever they can. And it's not just this one store. As we go down, we have more and more stores. More and more looting. Uh, Rebecca does a good job here of of highlighting things that are, you know, that are yelling out as they're committing these crimes.
0: A lot of white people, right?
1: Yeah so many white people it's a mixture man like i know i know we're being sarcastic here but it's, it's a mixture um yeah you know I, I did, it, everybody's yeah, in I for taking it. In visit, yeah, apparently, Rebecca says, the female looter says i need this i need this So all these businesses, some of them are big box, what you consider big box, like the, uh, the O'Reilly's there that we're seeing, um, Mm AT&T, but some of them, by the way, that end up also looted are, are independently owned by, you know, their mom and pop, or you would call mom and pop shops. And it's a damn shame as a business owner, I can tell you that no, not, it's not always not, not that easy to just claim it on an insurance and you lose thousands of dollars right Mon- not money that's going to make you rich just money that for many small business owners gets you by many people's jobs uh, get put on hold while an investigation continues not everybody that works in this little store here this little gas station can just go back to work in the morning many times the police or even the insurance companies will tell you, "Please don't touch anything. Take pictures." Guess what? They have maybe ten employees. They all they all get to go home with no paychecks. Cars that were just parked there, apparently, as you can see there, also being used and or, or looted, either either or, to commit these crimes. All in the name of uh, of Mister Dante. Here we have a Sally's. Franchise being looted. Somebody going in there with their bag or their shopping bag. For those of you guys listening on the podcast, like it's it's just like Sunday morning, just going in there and, you know, filling up their, their shopping bags. No shame, no nothing. Gas stations, same thing. They had to shut down, but even the vehicles that were left there, as you can see, that looks like an abandoned vehicle there. You would see that in a video game or something. Just, you know, there. I mean, I'm surprised it's not on fire, but you know that's just a little bit right of what's happening now it is unfortunate that some people will say well yeah but that's not black lives this is not what black lives stand for now i'm going to rip into black lives right about now before we move on with our with our opinions this last article we have on here shows how there is a massive giant double standard and hypocrisy within the own community this is not a direct representation, in my opinion, of BLM. I understand that there are many individuals within the BLM movement that, that are not looking to just enrich themselves and they're not looking to loot and riot. I am sure that there are plenty of people that actually mean what they say when they say a black Lives matters and they're out there peacefully demonstrating. You know what? And I'm all for those few individuals. But this shows that that movement, is, it, it's massively divided. Here we have an article saying cashing in BLM co-founder goes on real estate, quote, real estate buying binge, snagging up four homes, totaling millions of dollars. So in, in this report, we'll read a little bit of it. One of the founders of the far left Black Lives Matter movement is reportedly on a real estate buying binge, already purchasing four homes with a price tag totaling upwards of $3 million. 37-year-old uh, Patrice khan Colors, Colors, went on a real estate buying binge, snagging up four uh, high-end homes uh, for $3.2 million in the U.S. alone, according to uh, property records. Right, The New York, New York Post reported Sunday, the progressive activists... Let me close this video. Boom, there we go. The progressive activists was also eyeing a spot in an ultra-exclusive resort in the Bahamas where the likes of musicians like Justin Timberlake and iconic golfer Tiger Woods both have homes The post to tell. So, you know, it goes on to also talk about, you know, what she has already purchased and stuff like that. And they're an exclusively, by the way, there's this little tidbit here that says that the homes that she purchased recently, I'm trying to find it, here we go, as highlighted by the daily wire this past week, uh, Kahan notably purchased a $1.4 million home in a secluded area of LA where the population is reportedly get this less than 2% black. So again, does, does she, even as a co-founder allegedly represent, uh, some of the emotion behind, you know, the pure and honest emotion behind some individuals in the BLM movement? I don't believe so, no. Maybe at one point she did, I don't know. But now she she has all the money, she has to cash it in. But obviously the, the argument is very fair that a lot of people are saying, why isn't that money going towards helping the black communities, right? We're talking about millions of dollars. And this is just what was able to be found. According to records, like publicly made records, right? Like, the, like when you buy a house, usually it's it's you know somebody can pull that record, right? A court record and and expose you. Who knows how much other money was purchased or used? Excuse me to purchase other, you know, just put it this way to to feed her lavish lifestyle. Who knows, right? And it is a shame because I believe that I still believe that even though there is like I said, a big divide between what Black Lives Matter is and wants to represent and actually what, unfortunately, a large section of the movement has become, which is rioters, looters, and then apparently, you know, people buying expensive homes. I still believe that, you know, many people want to see the progress of Black individuals. And unfortunately, their voice, their voices rather, will be drowned because of this shit. I do. Right. And it's becoming a joke. So now more and more and more when I hear BLM here, BLM there, and all these celebrities or all these companies jumping on that train, in my mind, I'm like, "I I can't help to think about this right here. This article, this person, I can't help to think about all the looting, all these videos, and and everything that allegedly they're doing on behalf on behalf of, of some uh quote victims, right, of police brutality, then in reality I'm sorry, but they're criminals. They are. I I mean, unless something else just massively, you know, uh comes out in terms of information and stuff like that, it's gonna be hard for me to look at uh the case of, of Mr. Wright. And think of a victim.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, but there's a couple of things I want to cover here. I think for one thing, I think there was one thing that we kind of skimmed over in that article about the, uh, co-founder of BLM. She said she was a self-proclaimed Marxist, which I think kind of adds to the the biggest irony of this um as far as where she got her money from i don't know if she's from if she is from money who knows she could very well be and that's why she got this maybe a relative died who knows we don't know i don't know honestly i don't know personally but i think the biggest thing is you can't claim that you're a marxist and then you buy three million dollars worth in property i mean come on don't be stupid i mean i don't it depends on where you got that money from i mean that that's still yet to be kind of figured out but, you know, just walk it like you talk it, man. that That's my first point, at least, anyway. Right. Um, I guess, looking at the whole case of Dante, I- I'm going to say that his death should not have happened. Why? Why, um, I think it's, it's kind of a lame excuse that it's like, oh, I mistook my taser for my gun. Mm-hmm. Come on, really, man! But, that 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 that. I mean, you you're a gun owner. I'm sure. Have you ever used the taser before as well, or at least yeah. seen one?
1: Yeah, we have those as well here. I'm I'm sure they feel and look quite different, right? Right, they they do, right? And and, and that part, you make a valid argument in saying that like, you know it just sounds dumb to say, "Hey, mm-hmm. well, I mistake you know, mistaking one for the other." It sounds, if anything, yeah, uh, like uh, you're definitely a cop that should go back into training now. On the other hand, I've, I've, I, I have never served as a police officer. I don't know what happens True. in moments of, you know, when just the blood starts rushing and the adrenaline. Should you be trained for that? Yes, but we, I, I already covered that in my first point of saying maybe that cop should yep. have never been let, let you know, um, out into actual patrolling, right? Maybe you should go back into training. Exactly. But again, I've, I, mm-hmm. I have never been a police officer. I have never been under that kind of pressure. We have to remember that this individual... Has a warrant. You saw the possession or the, sorry, the charges rather previously that as a police officer yourself, by the way, Josh, if you were pulling that vehicle over, you already have the rap sheet pulled up basically in front of you saying, okay, one charge, possession of a firearm. Second charge, running from a police officer. So you already know this person probably has that kind of behavior, right? So when Mm -hmm. you approach the vehicle, I think the mindset of anybody, including you, I, or, and most people, any most reasonable person would say, hey, this person has already been charged previously. He might run. He might have a vehicle in the weapon. So when, when, he gets, when he gets pulled out and then he he jumps back into the vehicle and tries to flee, it's like repeating the whole thing all over again. So when you see he tries to jump into the vehicle, you as a police officer, your blood starts to rush, I would imagine, right? Right adrenaline starts spiking. And, mm-hmm. you know, was it a, a stupid mistake? Yes. Was it from someone that probably didn't have many hours of patrolling or who knows? And they just, they went to the wrong side. Cause I know that's another thing that they have. Usually I've seen in most police officers, like the, the stunt gun on one side, and then they have the actual firearm on this side. Right. And, you know, they're trying to go depending on, on the severity, lethal or non-lethal. So, You know, did the person, they didn't have maybe enough training and they went lethal instead of, instead of just to control, you know, with a stunt gun, who knows? But again, we're also talking about a person who has already a rap sheet for running from the police and then having illegal firearms on them. Right. So. so. True. True. I, I, but that's, that's a lot of assumptions
0: saying that we're going to assume this person will run and this person will try and attack us because there isn't a there isn't a history of attacking people just owning a gun which might just be for sure it might just be a guy who's just like yo i got a gun you know he's he doesn't even know how to use it it might just be a it might just be a freaking toy for all i know right. right right well apart from the time that he obviously got pulled over for it obviously right, right. <laughs> but i i'm am i saying that this guy is a saint and is perfect and can do no wrong? Of course not. He He's a guy. He's a guy like anybody else from what looks like to be a somewhat unfortunate circumstance economically, choosing to make those choices that he did. I mean, that's me assuming as well. Do I think that his death was right? Of course not. Do I think it was a bad accident? It could very well be. Do I think it was racially motivated? It could very well be, but not in the reasons of, let's think of uh like racism it could be racially motivated but it might not be racism it's it's something which is inherent i think in a lot of police officers more recently whereas like they might not be racist they might be the least racist pe- people you know but at the moment you hear we have a black male on on your radio it's mm. like
1: oh sh-. okay i think i get it oh, okay i mean sure that you I know what i mean I, yeah no I, I can sit here and agree with that sentiment and say, you know what they heard a blackmail or whatever, like you just said, and maybe their certain antennas went up. Okay. And and those are, those are biases that I think that people have uh, regardless, right, if you're a police officer or not. Are they right? No, they're not. They're usually very antiquated, outdated biases. And they're just, you know, quite frankly, they're stupid. I think most of us have them for various reasons, and it's hard to shake them off. But... That aside, uh, again, all I'm trying to do here is point out that if I was a police officer, trying to put myself in those shoes, right? How would I react? Half of us don't have neither the the courage um, or or even enough um, selflessness. Uh, in us to go out there and become police officers, right? To put ourselves in the line of fire like that. We don't. Most of us don't. Like most people, if you say, even if you serve in the military, in any country, most people would say, F no. Like, you know, I'm not going to give my life uh, away to those, you know, bastards and, you know, those politicians, which I understand, by the way. Part of my brain says, damn right, I wouldn't do it. But then Mm -hmm. I look at these instances and I'm like, damn, like how do I expect to call 911 if everybody were to think like me, Right. So we're asking a lot of these individuals put, to put themselves in the line of fire, right in one way or another, and when you pull up again, I repeat, someone's rap sheet and it, and it states on there clearly that recently they were caught with a gun, it is very likely that this individual will probably have another another gun, right and likely mm-hmm. run from from the police. So you as a police officer, these are the kind of you want to call them biases? Sure. But these are the kind of antennas that go up when you're seeing, when you're reading this on your dashboard, I I would assume as a police officer and how you need to approach this individual. And then again, right on the scene, the person scuffles with the police officer, according to the the own mother and whatever she said she witnessed over the telephone or she heard rather. Right. And she witnessed that over the telephone and then the individual gets shot and then runs off. I think it's going to be ultimately a very bad, unfortunate mistake. That happened to a criminal. Do I still believe he should have died? No. I I actually, unless you're like a, a outright rapist, uh, a serial killer, like we talked about in previous episodes, I have no, I have zero pity for you. People that commit crimes, there is a scale. I'm not an extremist. I think. There is definitely, it should be redemption for many people, right? For them to come out of their unfortunate situation, to understand that they can be a better individual and to be a law-abiding citizen. So there is a balance. I don't believe this individual, in in this case with Dante, that he should have died. No, I'm not going to sit here and say that. Do I believe he should have ran? No. (laughs) Do I believe he should have been shot? Also no, right? It is very unfortunate. But I also don't like to see, allegedly... That is BLM out there again, allegedly, because these, these individuals might just be opportunists, as we said it before on the show, by the way, right? They're mm-hmm. not really with the movement, but they're like, yeah, 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 BLM, let me go riot, riot and loot. But allegedly BLM out there rioting and looting, I think is disgusting, right? It, I think it, it takes, it does more harm than really, than really it helps. But that's my opinion about mm-hmm. these, you know, these, these riots and loots. I'm not for them. I don't think they do anything. Some people, like I've covered before, fucking Jesse Castellanos is always saying, oh, this is what's needed to make change. In my opinion, people are like that are morons. It doesn't do anything, right? It just gets more and more people angry. And if anything, if you heard tomorrow BLM is in your neighborhood, you wouldn't want to sit there and support them. You would say, hold on, go get my gun. Let's be ready because they might come loot our business. And that's, that defeats mm-hmm. the whole purpose of the whole thing. And that, you know, That's the way I look at it.
0: I, I, I agree with you to a point. I do agree with you because I think, you know, actually, well, you know, stealing or particularly like you said, when these more independent kind of businesses and stuff like that, when, you know, that thousands of dollars worth of stock that people might've stolen might actually affect, you know, their business in a big way. Cause you know, not everyone has a thousand dollars, you know, I don't have a thousand dollars right now on the top of my hand. Uh, well, I don't want to talk my, my bank details or anything like that but i think it (laughs) it's uh yeah
1: all right cool i think uh i think we can wrap it up there right uh you know it's it's Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things that i don't think we'll ever stop talking about it there's always going to be more no
0: we can talk about this all day (laughs) yeah
1: and there's always going to be more and more and more and more uh it's unfortunate situations but guys Mm -hmm. as always thank you for for coming on here and listening to the show um as always if you guys can hit that like button or leave us a comment on the podcast platform of your choice, uh, with the five stars. We really appreciate it. And, uh, and then yeah, until next time, see ya.